0: Crime Alert. I'm Nancy Grace. Breaking crime news now. A high school baseball player gets in an argument with umpire Ray Mora over a call. As Mora walks off the field, the player's dad, Jorge Aponte Gonzalez, follows Mora and sucker punches him in the head. 63-year-old Mora knocked out cold. A video released by Osceola County Sheriff's Department shows the dad appearing to laugh. When he's arrested.
2: Mora is a disabled veteran who likes to stay active in the Kissimmee, Florida, community by umping local baseball games. It's his job to maintain control of the game and enforce sportsmanlike behavior among players. Aponte Gonzalez did not seem remorseful for his actions and insisted he was just defending his child. The dad, Aponte
0: Gonzalez, 41, in custody on felony battery. Peter Brennan in Nashville on Business gets ready for bed and a good night's sleep after a long day. Imagine his surprise when he wakes up in the middle of the night by a hotel employee sucking on his toe. And not just any employee, it's the hotel manager. David Neal tells Brennan he cloned a key card and let himself into Brennan's room. That's the only explanation Brennan got for the manager's behavior. Neal, 52, now charged with aggravated burglary, assault, and obnoxious toe-sucking
1: Now with the latest crime and justice breaking news, Crime Online's John Limley. A 97-year-old woman and her daughter were among the victims of the shooter in New Mexico, a local high school student who shot at random while walking through his neighborhood, killing three people and injuring six others. With late breaking details, Sidney Sumner with Crime Online.
2: Authorities are still looking for a reason behind Bo Wilson's attack in the Farmington community where he lived. He allegedly opened fire Monday, murdering 79-year-old Shirley Voita and 73-year-old Gwendolyn Schofield and her daughter Melanie Ivy. Wilson allegedly walked through the neighborhood in downtown Farmington, shooting until police arrived a short time later and shot him dead. The injured included two police officers. Barrett Crum, Farmington's deputy police chief, estimated that at least 150 rounds were fired, though he added that this number was likely to rise as the investigation continues.
1: According to Deputy Chief Crum, Wilson was firing randomly at cars, but some of his bullets were also hitting homes. Investigators do not think Wilson knew any of the people he shot. Two people with knowledge of the incident say an unidentified man entered White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan's home unannounced. The U.S. Secret Service is looking into the incident. Around 3 a.m. one morning last week, the intruder allegedly entered Sullivan's home through an open door that appeared to be unlocked. The Secret Service is looking into whether the person entered the home on purpose or whether it was an accident. According to sources, the person appeared to be intoxicated. The individuals talked to our friends with the Associated Press under the condition of anonymity because they were not authorized to discuss the investigation. Sullivan is under protection 24 hours a day. However, until the unidentified man had already left, the agents stationed outside his home were unaware that he had entered the Washington residence. It's said that Sullivan told them when he went outside. Now to Virginia, where a man accused of using a baseball bat to beat three women, including two employees of U.S. Representative Jerry Connolly, has been arraigned. According to his father, the man has untreated schizophrenia. Once again, Crime Online's Sidney Sumner.
2: 49-year-old Shawan Katran Pham heard the charges against him via video link from the Fairfax County Jail. He was ordered by a court to be detained without bond until a preliminary hearing in July. The four charges include aggravated wounding and malicious aggravated wounding for the assault at Connolly's district office in Fairfax, as well as felony property destruction and misdemeanor hate crime charges for an incident that occurred less than an hour earlier. That's when police say he hit a car windshield with a bat and chased a woman after asking if she was white. The motives of the suspect are unclear, according to Capitol Police and Fairfax City Police, who have said they are working together to investigate the matter. Hi fam, the suspect's
1: father told our friends with the Washington Post that his son has schizophrenia and has struggled with mental illness since he was in his late teens. He added that he had attempted unsuccessfully to set up mental health care for his son. A suspected shoplifter was fatally shot by a Walgreens security guard while on duty. This according to CCTV footage provided by San Francisco's district attorney. She also included additional video and documentation to back her decision not to press charges against the employee. After receiving much criticism for the unarmed death of 24-year-old Banco Brown on April 27th in front of a downtown Walgreens, District Attorney Brooke Jenkins disclosed the details. The Board of Supervisors approved a resolution last week requesting that her office and the police department make additional evidence available. She didn't charge the guard, Michael Earl Wayne Anthony, instead using the justification of self-defense. The silent video shows Anthony stopping Brown and continuously punching him as the suspect attempts to leave the store with a bag in his hand. Until Anthony pins Brown to the ground, the two are in a struggle. While the conflict was going on, customers kept Coming into the store. Teen girl Kristen Galvin, 15, last seen at her grandmother's in Spring,
0: Texas. The teen, rescued from sex trafficking a few weeks before, struggling with what she had been through. Investigators believe she may have been trafficked again, possibly still in the Houston area. Galvin's mom, Robin Corey, tirelessly searching for her daughter, even traveling across the country to investigate an escort ad with a possible photo of her daughter, Kristen, on it. Several other missing miners found in Atlanta being trafficked now reunited with their families, but not Kristen. She's now been missing three years. If you have information on Kristen Galvin, please call Montgomery County Sheriff's 936-760-5800. 936-760-5800. For the latest crime and justice news, go to CrimeOnline.com. With this Crime Alert, I'm Nancy Grace.
3: I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Pause for a big thank you to our
0: partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7.